morning. Ooh, welcome to Don't Feed the Artist. Starting early. Ooh, I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. God damn it. <laughs> and I'm Jackson. <laughs> and I, I, I have one question, and maybe one of y'all can, maybe God damn it can answer it. Um, <laughs> why, are, why the fuck are y'all in my house? It's pizza time. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza time! <laughs> oh man, we drove here. Yeah, we just oh, okay. uh, we just wanted to see your cat. Oh, nice, nice. You know, starting off strong. Hey, how many uh, Who ounces? Who are you? I'm Adam, by the way. <laughs> how many this ounces? This is your first uh, first episode. It's it's one ounce. I'm fine. One ounce? Okay. What about in uh, Europe or Europe? I wouldn't know. <laughs> Then what was that about earlier that uh, the, said, that Americans do it differently? Oh, because our, our shots in America are like one and a half ounce. Okay, depends, then who depends else on where you go. It? Depends on where you go. Yeah. yeah, depends on the bar. Or like the for, shot, or the shot glass, which in my case is a measuring cup today. So I could that who's you doing use it to make quiche. I could be. I could be like. <laughs> yes. Did you say you use those to make quiche? Yes, a kitchy. A quitchy. Quickie. A quickie. I made a quitchy. <laughs> I made a quitchy so I can eat it all week. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> uh, I I could be wrong, but like Fry Street and Denton, I'm pretty sure they're one ounce. Probably. That's probably for the they best. They save money. Then Call them. The Get them out. S- the square mostly in Denton uses 1.5. I could be wrong. That, that sounds about right. I'm pretty sure that's correct. We're, this is like, oh my God. Is this cereal season whatever they're on? And we're going to get to the bottom of canceling fucking Fry Street? What the fuck? What? I don't know. I just kind of went with it. <laughs> it sounded I, legitimate I, to me. <laughs> you guys know cereal? I, I don't like cereal. Oh, okay. I, it's all, I think it's mostly because I don't like milk. You know craving who... cinnamon toast tr- crunch lately. Yeah. Who, who likes cinnamon <laughs> toast crunch? Me. Who likes cinnamon Lord. crust tunch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lord and Jack Antonoff, you know, probably made some sweet love to some cinnamon <laughs> toast crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Lord and jacking off, Jack jacking off, man, <laughs> jacking off. How did well, we not make that joke on that episode? It's too easy. Yeah, it's okay. We'll do it now. So. Jacking off is too easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it right now, man. Oh, I'm getting warm already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you told me to turn the fan off. So no, no, I didn't. So, so uh, do we do we have any news this week, Jackson? <laughs> no, not really. Um, Idols announced a new album today, which was exciting for me, but awesome. I don't think that's, yeah, that's news. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, they released cool a song that comes out. Yeah, it's kind of like a Motown song, which I was like, oh no. Oh, <laughs> it comes out the day before my birthday, and luckily the album comes out after I will have seen them in October. So okay, here's I, hoping I, they don't play too much. I thought you were going to go see them in November, so I was like, oh, that kind of pans out, but never mind. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, we all saw the R. Kelly stuff. We're not going to dwell too much on that. No. You know? So maybe we talk about something a little bit more uh, serious. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, straight up. Let's do it. How about a little bit something something real serious? Yeah, that's going to be a yes from me, dog. How, 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 how about you, Adam? <laughs> it's going to be a sure. <laughs> Dave? Sheesh. Is that a yes? Is that's that, a is yes, that, is that yes. an answer in the affirmative? I'm, I'm trying going to, to need an answer I don't really understand what sheesh means. Uh, affirmative. Right. Great. <laughs> Ow! Wow, that was aggressive. He hit me. Normally we, uh, we fuck. Just go ahead and say what we're gonna do. <laughs> I realize what I, we do? the jig is up. The gig is up. Is this a gig? We're talking about Paula Abdul, everybody. But did we listen to Paula Abdul's music? No. <laughs> is there any relevant news currently to Paula Abdul? Absolutely not. Normally, do we, we like... think there's gonna be? Absolutely not. When Just... was her the last album she released? It doesn't a long time ago, but 1995. What we're going to be talking about today is it really? was relevant last year. It's so... almost as old as me. It's a year younger than me. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if at this point somebody could seriously dox you. Yeah, oh, especially yeah, yeah. on this episode because I said it comes out a day before my birthday. I just said okay. we already knew when your birthday was because because uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is your dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, no, someone could seriously dox me. That would be something that They'd I would have to just... really comb through all the episodes. Yeah, and who's gonna do that? My mom. It does sound like <laughs> so she can send you like a birthday gift. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like really nice. 
wouldn't be creepy at all. No, and I, I was what I was about to say was gonna sound creepy is that like uh, doxing is like a modern day puzzle of like okay here's all the here's all the hints and clues. Uh, I'm gonna be Poirot of 2021 and try and figure out where this person lives or whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, that's definitely uh, you could dox me pretty easily. Awesome. So Paula Abdul. <laughs> so let's get back on topic. <laughs> So uh, we had a lot of fun. We uh, were talking about uh, the Lord conspiracy, and I love talking about conspiracy theories. So we thought we would talk about another one. We, talk, we thought we'd talk about the Paula Abdul conspiracy theory. Which so, we, we never th- thought that this is ever going to become relevant again. So that's why we're tackling it now. The problem is also, not the problem, but well, like... It, the, it became relevant last year. Like you, it, Yeah, it became, it became in relevant in 2019 and 2020. Yeah. Like this yeah. is, this, this should have been relevant almost 30 years ago but it wasn't relevant until two years ago so um i I, you know i i was gonna write a full intro but instead i just thought i'd just use the same one i used last time so uh, instead you let us all scramble about and look at each other stressed no i just i just i just wanted that to happen (laughs) yeah so uh, i don't have headphones on this time so i think i feel really just out of my element i feel like i'm actually talking to people i feel like that was a personal choice yeah you were like i don't want headphones you're too good for it. But Haken needs headphones because he's loud. <laughs> his laugh is loud. He's wearing broken headphones, <laughs> so he's just a bit angry. They don't. The That's Bluetooth fair. don't work. What on your switch? The no. Bluetooth doesn't work on anyone. It's switch. The, my fucking no, headphones, does. bro. It does now, though. Oh my god! Are back on topic. To understand what I'm about to tell you, you need to do something first. You need to believe in the impossible. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be a yes from me, dog. <laughs> I've exhausted my two references to Paula Abdul that I know. So um, also, she's five feet tall. Are Are you really gonna love me forever? Straight up. <laughs> I did listen to some Paula Abdul today, and it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, so yeah, I, tried, I was like, let's listen to her top couple songs on Spotify. I was like, don't know this one, don't know this one. You don't you know the first one? No, straight up. Are you really gonna love me forever? That's no, the only no, one I knew. No. Yeah. I didn't know it's it. fucking trash, man. Did you know her from? Um, it was American Idol, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. I, I think supposedly she was like drunk for most of it. Which we'll get to that. We'll get oh, to that. That's well. a, that's a very important part of this. So anyway, just for those who don't know who Paula Abdul is, she is an American singer, dancer, choreographer, actress, and television personality. Uh, most people know her, like you said, from American Idol. She was a judge on American Idol for many years. Um, but for those who don't know, she began her career as a cheerleader for the Los Angeles Lakers at the age of eight and she later became a choreographer for the Laker girls. What? Basketball has cheerleaders? Anyway, uh, she was then discovered by the Jacksons, and Janet Jackson hired her to be uh, a choreographer for music videos and for for her shit. I had a... um... This is like the Dina Menzel and uh, Leah Michelle thing, where for a long time... I've uh, fixed this way before this podcast ever started, but I, uh, I had Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul like switched as what the same the person fuck? how i don't know that's bizarre aren't they weren't they both famous around the same time yeah but they both not... have like one hit no no, no. that's not how that works janet, ja- <laughs> janet jackson has more than one hit and also yeah. janet jackson's good and oh. she's a jackson yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um so uh abdul uh, became a uh, choreographer uh, at the height of the music video era. Um, and then, for some reason, decided to become a musician and start singing? And that was a mistake. Because um, <laughs> we all had to listen to that. Um, this feels biased. It, that that, well, that opinion no, is very these, biased. These are just the facts. But she also walked into the head of, uh, was it Virgin Records? Virgin Records and yeah. was like, I want to sing. And the guy was like, well, you can dance, you're pretty, uh, let's get you some lessons. And, and here's the thing, if you listen to like her top songs, it sounds like she doesn't know how to sing. Like it just straight up sounds like someone who doesn't know, and they, and they worked like so much studio magic on and that. And this was like in the 90s, early 90s, right? Or uh, maybe late 80s. Late 80s, late yeah. 80s early yeah. 90s. Her debut album, Forever Your Girl, came out in 1988. It became one of the most successful debut albums at the time, selling 7 million copies in the U.S. and setting a record for the most number one singles from a debut album on the Billboard Hot 100. Man, how do we not know anything from her then? Well, I mean, times are different. It's bad. 
Yeah, we weren't we weren't we weren't teenagers at that time. And we have better music now. But it's crazy to me because you know when I think about Britney Spears and all those people, I think about like manufactured artists. I didn't realize how early that was happening. I know like Millie Vanilli yeah. were the, the lip singing stuff, but yeah, it's just crazy how early that. Happens. Would you say that someone like the Jackson Five are manufactured because of their like father? Influence. I'm just curious what the manufacturer. The manufacturer thing is like someone who can't sing. Yeah. So clearly, like Michael Jackson was a great singer, and he was the only one really singing aside from Janet, which I don't know what if she's a good singer or not. She is. Yeah. Then you have to think about bands like the Monkees, who were like the American version of the Beatles, made made for TV. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing: is that she like Paula Abdul forced this. Like that was this wasn't a label going like this will make us a lot of money. She was like, I want this because I'm making you a lot of money. I am working for you already and I want this. And Which, they did, they, great to hear. Great. Uh, you know, yeah. leverage your power and awesome. I like to get the change you want. So awesome. Yes. So, um, however, after a long and amazing career in the 80s, the singer took time off in the 90s to focus on other things. Uh, unfortunately, she was not only focusing on herself. According to her, she was recovering from a painful accident. Uh, by uh, it, was, it happened in a plane crash. This is why we're here today is the plane crash. But She had an accident in, on a plane? Yeah, she pooped. Oh, she pooped. <laughs> um, although at the time, she continued to do a lot more... <laughs> You doing the uwu the shit? <laughs> uh, <Ooh>. No. Uwu, I poo-poo. Hey Dave, you want to you want to go outside? Uwu isn't the baby thing. Would you want to let them do their thing? But oh, is it like what do you keep saying? Weeaboo? No, no, different, different. Oh, fucking no. <laughs> I mean, there's a Venn diagram that's almost just one circle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. not quite. Okay. Um, so anyway, during that time, she uh, she 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 continued being a choreographer. She continued like having fame with music, but in that por- portion of the '90s, she just stopped doing music. And then in 2002, she became the ho- one of the three judges of American Idol, which is what again, what everyone most likely knows her from. Um, and like like we said earlier, the thing we're about to talk about, the plane crash, wasn't talked about until 2019. Um, so let's, let's just kind of jump into this plane crash. Did you know that Napoleon is taller than Paula Abdul? Napoleon was five foot six. She is five foot tall. In 1992. (laughs) I thought that was going to be a singer. Zing. Yeah. I was just trying to think about something to, because I remember hearing recently that the Napoleon complex is like bullshit that most people were that height. Yeah. 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 Um, so, in 1992, Paula Abdul was flying from a performance in St. Louis to Denver while on her Under My Spell tour, uh, sometimes called the Spellbound Tour. Now, Dave, you listened to her top music. Did you listen to anything from this album? I don't know. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> I tried, So, I did her like top like three or four on Spotify, and none of them were from this album. So, I was like, I'm just going to put on the album, listen to the first song, and then maybe listen to the beginning of the second song. Yeah. I, just, I couldn't. I just couldn't. Simply couldn't do it. Um, so she was on a, a plane going from St. Louis to Denver while on this tour. Um, then over a cornfield in Iowa, Abdul said in 2019, the following took place. Quote, it all happened when I boarded a seven-seater plane and an hour into the flight, one of the engines blew up and the right wing caught fire and everything went black. I woke up in the hospital only to find that I had crushed my cervical spine, leaving me partially paralyzed. She also stated that she underwent 15 spinal surgeries as a result of her injuries, both from this and prior incidents. That was going to be my first question was, what is the size of the plane? I, I call small uh, passenger planes doctor killers. Uh, just I, I think someone young told me, called them that, but typically doctors fly in those small planes and like those small planes, like, I don't know if this is true, but they seem to crash more than bigger planes do. I don't know if that's true. And if it is true, I mean, if it's necessarily the plane or if it's just, hey, people who... Uh, the way that the airline industry works is you can't fly those big planes until you've had enough hours behind planes. So you start small and get bigger. So yeah, I think probably for like per, per mile or whatever, it's probably like way less safe. Yeah. Than, so than passenger well, and, planes. and the weather probably affects a smaller. Yeah. Much more turbulent. More. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, less, yeah. 
That was going to be my my first question was, how big is this plane? Seven seats. And we'll get to that again. That's a doctor killer. I want to... Seven I, seats is small. I first, I forgot to mention, uh, we're, a lot of this is coming from uh, a Reddit thread um, posted by uh, user Ketchup Sunshine uh, a is, year ago. Is Ketchup Sunshine still active i didn't check still that. a person but i mean like holy shit this reddit thread's insane yeah um, it's a long one but it started because on another th- reddit thread on uh the same subreddit are uh un- un- unresolved mysteries um there was a comment that said thinking about pa- how paula abdul is out here out dancing everyone at 58 i'm willing to ignore the fact that she's still talking about that plane crash from which there is no record of so then that person saw that comment and was like well actually now that you mention it here you go. Here's everything you need to know about this. So, kind of gave a little bit away there, but um, we'll get we'll get further into that in just a second. So, um, 2019 wasn't the first time that she mentioned this. In 2005, she took one day off and she continued to perform. The 2005 account mostly matched her earliest mention of the accident in 2003. Then in 2019, she described waking up in the hospital and gave the whole story, what have you. So, the the biggest thing to take into account here is that. After this supposed plane crash, her career did take a very, a very big dip. Um, aspects of her life were changed. She truly did have injuries, um, and 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 so on and so forth. She had a lot of things happen. She got divorced from uh, Emilio Estevez. Yep. Yeah, yep. Really. And, yeah. and her, her her record that was mentioned in '95 was her worst selling record. Um, so I mean, and last just, to this point. I and mean, last. she could change that. Yes. But I kind of doubt it at this point. Now. Um, uh, it's, it's debated if this plane crash happened or, you know, how it happened or how like no one talked about it until years later, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. That stuff doesn't typically stay to itself. I mean, like Leonard Skinner's uh, plane crash is like basically music folklore. So is the Randy Rhodes plane crash, yep. Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist. I mean, all that stuff, even, uh, more recent, the, uh, DJ AM and Travis Barker, that yep. one is like. I feel like I hear about that like every three to six months. So uh, this this part's going to get a little bit uh, 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 thick. This is all the dates. Um, I can't wait to get thick, boys. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you going to get thick? <laughs> uh, prickly pear kombucha. Yeah, you're going to have to drink a lot of that. It's good for my gut. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm drinking not good for my gut shit. I got some upstairs. You want some? No, nah, it's too late. I've already cracked these bad boys open. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, um, Abdul claims to have performed in St. Louis before the fateful flight uh, going to Denver uh, and had to, fl- had to board this flight immediately. Now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was she flying to a- another show? Yes, she's flying to Denver for another show. Um, and this happened, remi- a reminder, all over uh, a, a cornfield in Iowa. I'll ask my question later. Okay. So her own website and the Wikipedia page that also has the same dates as this tour from her website um, don't list a St. Louis tour date from that day that she was leaving from to go to Denver, which she claimed she was leaving from that show to go to another show. I, I think that is still believable, especially when you can talk. I mean, this would be recorded, though, but people play you know, radio, they do press, especially back then where like radio press or video press, that kind of stuff showing up on like Good Morning America, which is not in St. Louis. But I think that's still a possibility. She could have played like a university where it's like free. There's, there's a lot of possibilities that can happen with all this, right? This is this, this part is just inconsistencies in the date and how she told the story. Right. So, um, so some, some people are saying this is why it's fabricated um, since it's like, oh, there was never a show there. But you, like you said, like there's no like social media. There's no video. This is pretty much just like hearsay at that point. Even like there's some, there's some dates that are just missing from her website and the Wikipedia. So it just, it just simply isn't the like end-all be-all fact that this uh, didn't happen. Um, now there are a lot of other records that are given of like when she did perform in St. Louis and if there was actually a show in Denver that, that, that night. Yep. That was going to be my next question is, was there a show in Denver and did she perform? Are there records of that? She did perform in Denver, but not on the date that she's suggesting. So she performed in Denver before all of this happened, because I believe according to her account, this happened um, in like September of 92. Uh, and she played in Denver in June of 92. Okay. So, <laughs> right. This is kind of like, 
whoa, she played in June. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Wow, man, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. How deep does this rabbit hole go? Well, let me tell you, because the we, dates thing, it, it's kind of just like, it never happened, right? That's a, that, that, This is kind of the, like, these these don't line up. But it is really important to note that it's possible for these things to just have be, like, they, they're just written down incorrectly, right? Yeah, and also, but, like, it's possible it wasn't part of the actual tour. They could have just been other appearances, like Jackson was saying, that she was going to, and it's not like an actual show, yeah. maybe. And so, even dropping that uh, line of rationale, People like this. I mean, like even small acts, like small touring acts have been recorded over the years by saying like, you just lose track. Uh, Even if it's a two week tour, you don't know what day it is. So if you're a pop star who sold as well as she did and hell, you isn't involved in your tour being planned or managed or produced. And you're just like going where they tell you to go. You probably have a very vague concept of like, what time what time of year it is even because like you know if you're flying all around the country what summer in texas is different than summer in uh, new york or even somewhere in canada or across the world so so i don't know if i believe her she sounds like a liar i believe her so the you next... have to believe jackson oh fucking christ man so the the I'm gonna just skip to like the big the big point because it, it gets into like the, the 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 middle point that this Reddit thread presents. But the big point is that uh, is the crash records. So the strongest piece of evidence cited by those who believe Paula Abdul is lying is the lack of evidence of of there being a recording of this crash. There seems to be no record of this crash ever happening. Her tour ran from October ninety one to August ninety two, and despite having searched accident records for that time span. No one is able to find any record of this crash. Um, so most of the people, here, here's, here's the point that I will 100% agree with, is that everybody who's saying this is not a fucking aviation expert. No, people don't know how to read these things, right? So there is that but side there, of it. There should be some recording of that somewhere. Right. There should because be something. That's, that's how government agencies deal with that kind of thing, unless it wasn't reported. Yes, exactly. Um, so uh, Paul Abdul has very 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 vehemently denounced anybody who was like this this didn't happen so like, she's aware she's aware that people are uh, oh, skeptical yeah. of her no, especially in the last two or three years yeah yeah um so she said um you know what it's like there are seven other people that were on the plane who, who were in that plane accident with me so i really don't care what people have to say i don't It's like you learn and grow through wisdom and experience of being in this business, especially with the internet. You can't take things personally, and the things that resonate with you that can help you become better, the best version of yourself, you hold onto and you work through that. If there's something that you know you can actually work on that can improve who you are as a performer, as a professional, or as a human being, I resonate with that, and the other stuff isn't my business. What the fuck? It was was corrected that it was actually an eight-person plane. I was going to say, how how many uh, seats are on that plane? Uh... It's it, it's it, it's a seven seater. It's a seven seater. But I think it was corrected that I don't think there are seven seaters. And if it if well, it wasn't corrected, then she said there's seven other people on that plane. Yeah. Okay. Well, so just the plane goes just, to a different school. Okay, no, guys? somebody's just standing <laughs> there, the whole time. There was there, there there was record of an eight seater plane crashing in Nebraska. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Not Iowa. A full month before the tour started. So that does, still doesn't line up, right? That still isn't the same thing. Well, sometimes injuries take a while to. <laughs> that was said everything went black, so maybe she was like, <laughs> she just performed for three months, and, yeah, <laughs> and then came out of it. Yeah, that's a weird response that she had. Like, a, oh well, if you're trying to learn and grow through something, is like well, you don't have to learn and grow through a plane crash. That's kind of not your fault. Also, 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 like, right? She's already may- done that. That's unless the whole maybe thing. it was her fault. Because something oh, crazy happened on the plane that she doesn't Damn. want to talk about. So wait a second. Uh, what's the organization that keeps record? NTSB. Yeah, I, I looked up like their accuracy and like their process, and they're pretty scrutinous about all this mm-hmm. stuff. You would think so. You would like, have to be, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a federally run program. I right. think this guy the, seems the heavily only... regulated. Okay, yeah. from and my perspective, the only way yeah. to like get around reporting a crash, but I mean, you can't like fly a plane to fuck people having filed like flight plans and stuff. Right. But this but was even then like, not reporting a crash like could happen. This was before 9/11. Yeah, but So it might have been a little more lax. It might have been I more think the relaxed. The FAA would disagree. 
<laughs> but, so, but, but still, to that line of thinking, you have to think that there is still going to be, like, what are the chances of some, like, just rogue agent being like, hey, I can fly you, Paula Abdul. And she's like, that I doesn't, fly that's you. not going to happen. I can fly you in seven others. <laughs> Six others, Dave. No. Six others. Seven not others. Not including myself. Seven others. <laughs> Which would make seven. it eight. <laughs> but you're five foot tall, so you can sit on someone's lap, Paula Abdul. Remember these details. <laughs> there will be a test. We're going to Iowa. Speaking of Iowa, yeah, did they did the the pilot uh, announce that they were flying over Iowa? I am not a master of geography. I that is a very big weak point in my life. I mean, to be fair, I don't think anybody can name where Iowa is right now. All right, have you spoken with your uh, fiance about this? This might be something she wants to know. Ah, uh, your weak point she, of geography. She knows I can't read. So you didn't use maps to get to your house. Oh wow, fucking. Because I don't know geography. <laughs> I just memorized it. <laughs> head north. What do you mean, head north? <laughs> I don't know what that means. So um, going from St. Louis to Denver, do you guys know directionally like what that looks like? I know you're going west. Yeah, you're going yeah west. I don't know if you're heading north or south a bit. That is a straight shot west. Not flying over Iowa at all. Depends on where you define where Iowa is. Oh, she, so she missed like Slipknot stop, recording. Stop! Stop! <laughs> say that what? <laughs> Depends on where you say that Iowa is. Is this a new conspiracy that states aren't actually where we think they are? You know, saying, nobody knows where Iowa is. You know what? <laughs> what's pretty? Where, has, where else has cornfields? The plane crash well, at least well, happened in a cornfield. Okay, but that, that's like five states. Ah. Y'all just rattled this loose. This has no relevancy to what we're talking about. But you know how, like, I, I watched some YouTube video on this, but, like, how, like, no flight plans are ever just a straight line. And it's like, well, why is that? And it's a really simple answer. And it's because the world isn't flat. It's, you know, got a, that uh, We're not here to talk about this. No, hold on a second. That oh, not only true. that, they have to fly based on weather, like, air yeah. streams. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which with climate change, which all the, you know, we're seeing a lot of changes in the Gulf Stream and stuff like that, <sighs> there's, like, speculation of, like, what will that affect, like, uh, traveling? Because, uh, you know, like, one way typically is faster than the other right. way. That's just interesting. So... Hagen did not find that interesting. I didn't. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't part of the outline. We're here to talk about flat Earth today, man. We can do that another time if you really want to. No, we were talking about how... Flat Earth! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, really big important things to note is that there is no record of this plane crash. There is no, no... So she says that there's these seven other people, six other people. She said seven. I don't know. Um other people who were on the flight. So it doesn't matter what anyone else has to say, but no one on the flight has said anything. So that point means nothing because there's no, there's no interview with someone else who's on the plane. That was like, I remember when that plane crashed, Paula Abdul blacked out. I, no one said We really that. needed her in that moment. She just blacked out. <laughs> we're like, quick dance us out of this. I mean, there's turbulence and fire. <laughs> Paula Abdul is like, I'm going to sleep bitches. <laughs> I'll see you in 97. <laughs> see you in 97. <laughs> it was her, Michael Jackson, and four other kids. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I haven't... We'll give you a record deal. I haven't flown in like two years, and now I'm going to be scared after this episode. Am I going to black out and like show up in 2025? No, Paula Abdul's just on every plane, just as a ghost now. I think that's the that's the dream. Spoopy. Yeah, you just you just hear in the back of your just like in just in, in the back. Well, she of would have to be on her tiptoes to be next to my ears. Are you really gonna love me forever? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was really hoping by the next time we brought the uwu up, it was raining outside, and we would have to force those two to go outside in the rain to get away from us. Hello, Dave. (laughs) So, Dave, how are you doing? Oh, getting warmer. Quick, Dave, would you rather fly on a plane with Paul Abdul or listen to us uwu for an hour? Quick. Uwu. Uwu. 
it's obvious. The odds are not in your favor. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> another point to bring up is uh, uh, Paul Abdul's possible drug addiction. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Can't laugh at that. Possible. No. <laughs> possible. Okay, oh. so it's possible because we, like, I, I think that the main point is that, like, she was taking drugs, but the reason for that is kind of lost. And especially with the plane crash story, the timeline gets a little bit muddled. So um, in 2009 or 2000, 2008, she was weaning off of a painkiller addiction. So she was addicted to painkillers, but the thing is, is that she claimed she was addicted to those painkillers because of stuff that happened from the plane crash. Like chronic pain. Yeah, so she actually does have a diagnosis of reflex sympathetic dystrophy, an incredibly painful condition. This is, uh, she also has plenty of cheerleading accidents, um, which also have caused her pain. Um, I'm sure dancing for that many years is rough on your knees. Yep, and she also has had plenty of car accidents. Um, she has had a lot of reasons to take painkillers. Well, it wasn't one that she just like changed lanes in LA and ran into a car, like sideswiped somebody and just drove away. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds really, that sounds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what happened? She's like, I blacked out. <laughs> hey, there were seven other people in this car. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the ones they who were, were going to say. They were all there. <laughs> um, and so there's also the whole point that a lot of people said, like during the American Idol years, that she seemed like she was drunk or that she seemed like she was, was, she was a little off at times. Um, so all of those kind of points kind of lead to there was a possible... I mean, she definitely did have a painkiller addiction, but the, where it comes from is kind of the, sh- the, the tricky spot. Well, it's like speculated. It's like the Daniel Radcliffe of Harry Potter, how he has come out saying like, oh yeah, I was drunk for a lot of right. filming yes. Harry Potter, whereas it sounds like it people are speculating that it was probably similar for her. Yeah, but she swears that she was never on drugs or or ever drunk which like she is by no means required no public figure is right. required to divulge that information like that they are allowed private lives but unfortunately that's just not going to happen there's going to be four people maybe seven people on a podcast <laughs> based off of my calculations <laughs> who are going to talk about it so um that, that, that's pretty much like all the major points um i'm going to jump into the theories that are on this reddit thread and then we can kind of talk about uh, major points thank you uh, uh, how I met your himium, mother. Himium. Himium. Okay. Himium. Himium. Pour me a shot. <laughs> so I'm going to just kind of read these, this this gentleman's theories um, about what, what they believe happened. Is this still ketchup butts? <laughs> ketchup sunshine? Yeah, ketchup yeah. sunshine? Same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that gonna... was on GameCube, right? Ketchup sunshine? Or was that Odyssey? Ketchup Odyssey? Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is a Mario. Chris joke. Pratt. Oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Chris Pratt Sunshine. <laughs> Super Chris Pratt 64. Pretty women. <laughs> you wanna do a duet? Yeah, let's do it. Anyway. <laughs> So, um, so I'm gonna just kind of read off these the, the, this, this person's theories, and uh, then we can kind of talk about what we believe. I think it's a good way for us to do this. So well, I believe in the impossible. Fuck Hagen. off, man! Thank you. Uh, so. <laughs> That's how used to telling each other to fuck off we are. <laughs> so, um, theory number one: Paula Abdul was actually in some sort of incident on a plane in '92, but has embellished what happened, and this is why no one has been able to track down records of the event, like the number of seats. <laughs> Imagine being in a plane crash and you're like, well, that wasn't, it needs more pizzazz. Now, now here's yeah. the Just imagine now, if it was just her on a plane with a pilot who died and then she, she left the plane crash. She's that's like, not Seven at all people exciting. were on here. So now here's the, here's she the thing. Done that. We don't know. So <laughs> she could have, we don't know. It's all, it's all yeah, for know. speculation. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I, I actually like kind of like part of this theory, which is that like, I mean, she was flying a lot, I'm sure being on tour and being a big pop star. Um, and, uh, she just, she's only maybe, five foot tall. She's not that big. Maybe wasn't wearing a seatbelt, uh, and <laughs> maybe hit some turbulence and already has back issues and already has these, these conditions that would cause severe harm with enough time and perhaps perhaps because of all the painkillers she was taking she lost track of how everything happened and in 2005 2006 the first time she did mention it for some reason decides i was in a plane crash 
that's a that's one theory. Theory two. <laughs> Paula Abdullah was not in any aviation accidents in 92, and she is using this story to cover up painkiller use and or extended abuse from the limelight before her American Idol job. Um, this theory revolves around the idea that Paula Abdul invented the plane crash. So it, you know, it's like she, she, she came back to popularity in 2002, 2003 with American Idol. So it's kind of an ex, it's, it's an explanation for why she wasn't in the limelight. Right. Um, and then it also is an explanation for her quote unquote loopy behavior. Um, so she said, uh, I have never been addicted to anything like, like Dave said earlier. So that's another big, you know, who knows, uh, theory three. Paula Abdul is telling the truth about being in a crash, and her story was brought into doubt due to some unfortunate gaps in information, such as the NTSB records being incomplete, slash the accident, accident not being reported at all. Uh, her own choice to keep quiet for an extended period of time and miscommunication about whether or not she was using pain medication. There is enough room for the basic story to be true. Uh, the story has changed so much. She said different things. Dates don't line up. This doesn't just doesn't seem likely. Yeah, it seems so weird that you would not hear about it in that time frame. Well, like what people Selena, have asked her about what, that though, and she says that she just made it go away, which is not exactly how that works with you know governmental like agencies investigating things. Yeah. So the fact that she claims that she's sober just in the first place is just a blatant lie because we know that she takes painkiller medication. We know she was admitted to rehab. We know these things happened. Um, the funniest thing about the rehab thing I didn't mention just because it's like a little confusing um, because it's like different accounts and different timelines. But the funniest thing about it is that, um, so I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna read this, this whole thing from an article. Um, the rumors that her sometimes bizarre behavior was fueled by drugs just may have been true. Abdul was taking heavy duty painkillers, though she claimed she never shot an idol episode under the influence. But last Thanksgiving, determined to overcome her habit, she checked into the La Costa Resort and Spa in Carlsbad, California to wean herself off medication in one fell swoop quote i could have killed myself withdrawal it's the worst thing she says i was freezing cold then sweating hot then chattering in so much pain it was excruciating but at my very core i did not like existing the way i had been now the interesting thing about that is that there is not a rehab facility <laughs> in carlsbad called la costa there is in fact an actual resort and spa called la costa resort and spa <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> but then she says she's never been drunk or she's been sober. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> it is. She, <laughs> she liked was so fucked up. She checked into a hotel and was like, <laughs> I'm so happy to be at this rehab. <laughs> she checked in and said, I'm here for rehab. And they're like, sure you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your credit card? Well, yeah. Do you say no to, do you say no to Paula Abdul checking into your hotel? Like, I, well, I mean, I guess the right thing would be to be like, no, this isn't rehab. But I mean, like, <laughs> Who knows? People actually did that. It's clearly not. Um, and she told Amy Winehouse and Amy wrote a song about it. She just didn't want to stay at that hotel. <laughs> she had the Mandela effect for rehab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thought that Americans Americans refer to rehab or hotels as rehab, kind of like they call them biscuits over there. So um, just just a kind of kind of uh, just intimation of all of the points as to if this happened or not. Uh, <laughs> um, the dates don't line up, right? Like we said, the dates don't line up to her tour dates, uh, but that could easily just be a, a mix-up in, in, in reporting things onto the website. And yeah, I'm not willing to crucify her for the dates later. Uh, I, I think that there's part I, of. I, I think there's do part you think of. We would know actual like tour dates if they were tour dates, like with tickets sold. We also, would probably have figured that out by now. Right? I'm more referring yeah. to her, not necessarily sure. the story. Right, yeah, yeah. I also think that there's something to be said about the dates, more specifically about the location, because the locations that she's giving aren't, which I guess you could still like give into the dates, but for dates and a location to be this far off from something as monumental as this seems a bit, you know, we'll talk, well, you know, the other thing, like we said, is the drug addiction, which uh, wasn't real, but was real. Um, and, uh, you know, I think for, in some cases, an unfortunate, but, you know, reasonable reason for her to be taking painkillers, right? It's fairly reasonable. She has uh, reflex sympathetic dystrophy. Um, she's been in a lot of car accidents, uh, dancer, cheerleading accidents, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then the other point being that the crash records just don't exist of this plane crash, which 
it should. It should exist. And also one of the seven or eight people should be able to talk about it. So um, I'm going to ask you guys, what do you guys think about this? Do you guys think this plane crash happened? Jackson, talk first so we can take the shot. I guess my biggest, like, uh, if there is this, uh, this is one of those crashes that fell through the gaps uh, from the NSFW. Um, they... <laughs> Crashes are not safe for work. That's true. Yeah, very not safe. Unless you're a stunt man. Fuck. Or stunt person. We're sorry, stunt people. We didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. Your job is valid. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you're a badass. Yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah. I hope your back is doing great today. Yeah. It's likely not. Yeah, it's probably it like, not. Yeah. But like, Odds hey, are not great. You made Anthony Mackie look so cool. You made him look cool in that movie. I, 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 Thought of the first Marvel character I could think and of. And Anthony Mackie was, was the it? first one you thought of? I mean, that's yeah. not Captain bad. Captain America. But, uh... Captain America in the Winter Spoilers. Soldier. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I blacked out. What were we talking about? <laughs> it's 2025. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my wife? With seven other people. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so what I find weird about it is even if there was no like record of the crash, like they didn't, like somebody would have, like Roswell, there would have been somebody who would talk about, yeah, they fucking landed in my field. I had to clean that shit up. Yeah. I cleaned up a fucking seven seater plane, dude. You ever clean that up? It feels like there's gotta be something like that. And who are these seven people? What do they look like? How tall are they? (laughs) Are they also five feet? Are they taller? (laughs) Were they Oompa Loompas? Yeah. Who let them out of the factory? <laughs> Charlie or Willy Wonka's factory, depending if you like Tim Burton. <laughs> Pretty or, women yeah. walking down the street. Pretty, Pretty women. <laughs> I love you, Joanna. That one's not as fun. Sorry. That's a great song. <clears throat> he talks to his knives at one point. Yeah. Do you, do you ever talk to your guitars? No. You ever talk to your penis? No. Oh. <laughs> no comment. This is awkward. No comment. Yeah, that's what I say to it. It talks to me and I say, no comment. It's do just not like... talk to me. <laughs> you're, you're like, no, no comment. No comment? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I believe it happened. You're on fire, dude. Dude. Heating up. Oh, we're going to record these shows later now. <laughs> Adam, what do you think about this conspiracy theory? I think it's highly unlikely that this actually happened, but I could understand if it did, and it didn't happen anywhere near the timeline that she thinks. So, um... Or potentially location, because we, like Jackson said, we would have heard about some very pissed off farmer in Nebraska or Iowa or wherever that Iowa. was upset about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good album. Ohio, you know, whatever. As a joke, I want to go, ah, it was the 80s. But also... <laughs> but it was the 90s. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, actually, maybe that's another theory, though, that it happened in the 80s and nobody has any fucking idea. There was... I mean, there is the whole theory that it, there was the 8 seater that took off before the tour. But, that, I mean, there's no record of her being on that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that she probably got injured on a plane. Uh, like the yeah, straw she, that broke the camel's back on injury. Enough flights during yeah. that period of her life that, like, she was on a plane that had turbulence for sure, and like probably hit her head. And that's totally that I, makes sense. I think that her drug um, use or abuse, not to make light of it, but I think it was worse than she wants to admit. And we, how many times have we heard like I, I think of someone like Joe Walsh? He talks about only ever getting drunk once. Yeah, where but it was for thirty years, and he said he doesn't remember most of the. Like the stuff after the Eagles broke up, right? And that's, it's like that's totally right. likely that she just yeah made it up in her head that she was in a or not even made it up in her head, but or like, truly believes it, it, it's missed, a defense like, mechanism. Yeah, that or misattributed something else that happened into like being worse than it was. Because like if she if you were someone like this and you had a serious problem and her serious problem is the same serious problem as someone like me, like even though I'm not a pop star, but there are going to be the people who, if she developed a drug addiction because of the opioid crisis, um, then 
from you know dancing because she's a mega millionaire probably and she were to come out clean like oh yeah i developed a really bad addiction because i was making millions of dollars there's going to be people who are like shut the fuck up we don't care so maybe she instinctually you know it was that that she came up with this story and was like i have to have a grand story or no one's going to give me a chance which is sad well and she has been open about like insecurities with her image and yeah. she's struggled with uh being eating, five foot tall eating disorders and things like that <laughs> Fuck so me. <laughs> <laughs> so i think there, there is probably some sense of insecurity where she does have to make up a, a like jackson said a big story about why she wasn't in the limelight she, she got divorced twice yeah in yeah. that time she had a, a flop of a record well and like previous to that her career was like on an upward trajectory even right if that last album was no, no pun good, intended but... <laughs> yeah so no the plane go down on an upward trajectory and then it just plummeted before i before i uh present my theory uh, i'd like to do two things it's not even a theory, just kind of my thoughts on it. Um, first of all, Adam, Dave, may I borrow a canceled buck from you guys? Yeah, probably. We got I've lots. Got a lot. I'll just Coming take one, me. and I'll yeah. give one of mine over to Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I want to read one thing that I that, that wasn't mentioned in all this, which is uh, her recent like account, like her story of everything, um, which does mention a lot of some, some of what you mentioned, Dave, about... Um, kind of like beauty standards and stuff like that which yeah. switches. so anyway uh, quote when we plummeted I hit my head on the ceiling of the plane I was really injured I mean I had spinal cord injury and nerve damage I started losing all feeling on my right side and I was starting to really live in excruciating pain so back then neurosurgery especially with having a spinal cord injury having surgery there was a 50-50 chance to get better but I was willing to try because the quality of my life was starting to really suck and it hurt from a pain scale of 1 to 10, my normal was hovering around 7. You learn to live like that. It was not fun. I wasn't able to do what I love, uh, which was dancing. That wasn't happening. Um, so she's talking about uh, her reflex sympathetic dystrophy syndrome. It fires so intensely that sometimes your skin can break out in lesions like shingles. Doing anything and everything I could stay in the game. I was, I was a perfect pain management patient at Cedars-Sinai. I followed every rule everything they asked me to do and I wasn't getting significantly better. So she traveled around the world trying to find different places, trying to find a, mir a miracle cure. Uh, like Dr. Strange. That's right. Um, and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Abdul finally tried neuroscience and that changed my life, she says. Um, starting undergoing, quote, intense biofeedback. It's all, it's all, through exercises that are like audio spatial. I'd stare at a screen and look at red squares, yellow dots. I would see if the pain is easier or worse, if I'm going ascending from the top of the screen to descending, ascending from the bottom of the screen to the top, back and forth. Then you do irrigation, ear irrigation, and balancing exercises. That was ear irrigation. It yeah, was that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy what they did, uh, is they rewired my neurotransmitters to block pain. Abdul says she has been happily pain medication free for almost nine years now as a result of the biofeedback treatments. This is in 2020. Sounds like she's training to be like an anime bad guy. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, I have trained my nerves <laughs> to <laughs> no longer yeah, feel. Exactly. You do not, I do not fear you. I can get myself high as fuck <laughs> by looking at squares. <laughs> like uh, all my weeaboo uh, films, Dave. Dave. Next. Now, Abdul is focused on self-esteem and self-care, and she credits the, quote, cutting-edge laser treatments um, by a company called InMode, for which she is an ambassador for helping her look and feel her best, quote, uh, okay. as a woman and right. trying to age gracefully. A uh, lot of women here in this industry, they don't talk about this. Until now, thank God for the Kardashians. Moving the needle Did What just happened? <laughs> Did you just get redirected to an ad? <laughs> What the fuck? Can somebody no, that, kick that's Hagen? That's what she does now. <laughs> Moving the needle and showing laser procedures on television, actually educating women of what's out there. I work out a lot. I'm pretty healthy and active, but there's certain areas that I feel like could use a little more sculpting. And I just wanted to have a sleeker <laughs> jawline. Is this the same interview? I'm not ready for the facelift and cutting. I wanted any alternative to doing that, and I don't have downtime. So I needed something that was so minimal. I literally was out of walking. Uh, I was literally out walking, enjoying my life the very next day. Zero pain, zero downtime. 
So there's she, a weird shift in yeah, that where she, I was like, okay, yeah, she's like kind of pouring her heart and talking about it. That's capitalism right. for you, baby. Oh man, you don't know when the ad started. That was I, aggressive. I have even more questions now. So, do I now? Here's the biggest question that I had while I was thinking about this because originally I wanted. I told you guys I wanted to like be on the side. I wanted to like kind of like role play as if I was on Paula Abdul's side. But here's the problem here because this conspiracy theory is Paula Abdul's conspiracy theory. Yeah, this isn't the, the public's. <laughs> the public is saying this didn't happen, and she's like, nuh-uh, there were seven others. And a pilot. So here's the, here's the thing about this, is that it's like, it's it, it, I think all of the evidence just points towards, you're talking about nonsense. You're talking about something that just didn't happen. But she is like so many people on the internet who are just adamant about, well, actually, I'm really well-informed on this. That's what this feels like to me. That's what this fucking feels like. It feels like an explanation for the pain medication. It feels like an extra... It's a, she, does, she doesn't need one. She doesn't need any more explanation for why she took pain medication. She had a lot of reason. I couldn't imagine, like, dancing at all, for, but uh, for as, especially for as long as she danced, you know? Like, it's, it's just... She she had every reason to take pain medication, but this has to there, there there's this explanation for it now, and now there's this like sparkly story that she can tell about I was in a plane crash and make it like like have this extra sympathy level from people, and it's just so exhausting. Like I I, I find it so curious because I love conspiracy theories, but you never get to really be on the side of like you never get to see like the big person making their own conspiracy theory, right? Right, usually happens to somebody. It's like, it's like, like, you, you take, you take, like, some of the biggest ones that are just happening in the world, not even musical ones. You take, like, Flat Earth, you take Q. All of those things are, like, a group of people who believe these specific things. Now, yeah, I'm sure somebody started that, but this is just on the other side of that. This is the person that's just making the conspiracy theory, and we're all like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> Was yeah. that just an ad? Did, like, did our listeners just listen to an ad for fucking... Like, like we're, we're on a smaller scale, we're at a, a dinner party with Paula Abdul, and she's like, I was in a plane crash. And we're like, no, you weren't. <laughs> anyway, we just keep talking. She's like, no, no, here are the records. I was in a plane crash. Paula, it's cool. It's like you your weren't. aunt who believes in QAnon. And yeah. like James Cameron and Avatar, I'm sure at a dinner party, he just has to talk about Avatar. Yeah. Well, Avatar like, 2 is coming any day now. <laughs> well, it's like... It's coming. Imagine, yeah, just, just, let him, just let him talk. <laughs> Imagine like 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 we were all hanging out like after the podcast and I was just like it was crazy driving up here to record today. I was in this terrible car crash. <laughs> and, and Dave and Adam who were in the car with me were like, "What the fuck is he talking no, about?" No, no, if you said there were two people in the car but it wasn't us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's just so bizarre because part of me wanted to be like not not, not only like role play into the side of her but also be like there's got to be some way for me to like feel better about this. But after all I read and after like basically like every opportunity she got to talk about it was turned into some other thing. It's like, this is, this isn't like, yeah. It, was, was this a long con for promotional ads? <laughs> also I'm, just drop it. Like, sorry, you, man, we're recording an episode. No. Fuck. <laughs> no, no. Like, she, like she, I love the idea of Jackson, like at the, the end of the episode yeah. going, also just fucking drop it. <laughs> Nobody cares about this, Hagen. <laughs> but, like, she doesn't have to apologize. She doesn't have to admit, hey, it didn't happen. Just drop it. Like, yeah. yeah. You don't have to talk about it ever again. You can, like, literally, you have a publicist. Well, and, like, your the, publicist needs yeah. to put it on there. Do not talk about this. The and it will PR never move, happen again. The smart PR move would be to not talk about this again, which she has done multiple times since it came back up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but also, like, I was trying to read some of the stuff. I didn't read as much as you did, but I was also trying to read, like, is there an, a way in which somehow the information could be, like, some information could be missed and the right information could be given where it just falls through the cracks that there actually was a crash? But all accounts point to there wasn't ever a crash. No. And 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 the it's like aside from there just being a lack of records, like let's just say that they fucked up and there just wasn't a record of the plane crash. Why is no one else talking about it? Why right. is no one else saying anything? Like, did she pay them? Like, I'm the only one that can talk about this because There's I'm gonna no use way. this for ads in, no, in what, what, almost yeah. thirty she wants, years. She wants people to believe her. Yeah. I'm still blown away by that fucking thing that you just read. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. It was, I was like, okay, this is interesting, and then I was like, oh my god, what? Yeah, <laughs> this is an ad. 
Yeah, it, it's bizarre it's, it's her telling Kong. this story of like, I went to Tibet and stared at abstract paintings for three months. It's just like, what? I, I, I don't feel pain anymore. What? <laughs> like, it is I mean, the, just That part's insane. cool, but then she gets into this like treatment she's an ambassador for or whatever. And yeah. that's, that's where it's like, oh, you lost me entirely. Like ambassador for treatment. Thank God for the Kardashians. Like just like all this shit. That's just like, I mean, honestly, if we really want to get super conspiracy about this, thank you. This, this easily could be her way of trying to get in to the Illuminati. What the fuck? Okay. I was going to say this is her way of trying to become president in the future. No, but, mm. but if, but, but for those out there who like are big, like, like, believers of like shadow government and the Illuminati and who believe like do you, do the Kardashians or like Do you get in by making up plane crash stories? No, you get in by like by making like the being public a, believe part of the shit crew. That, didn't happen. that too. Yeah, yeah. But like you, you like 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 basically supporting, you know, what like other people who are part and like being a same like a part of the same brands and all these other things that people who are part of the shadow government and the Illuminati are part of. I'm gonna use a lot of big quotes here say, for those big air quotes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like that could be an angle for anyone who does like conspiracy theories, but at the end of the day, all we're talking about here is this plane crash didn't happen. And that seriously was so hard for me to wrap my head around is like, we're just gonna talk about how this plane crash didn't happen and how she sucks. <laughs> this Yeah. <laughs> unfortunate. This is unfortunate. But not just like didn't happen that way. It seems like it just didn't happen. Because there were seven passengers, in quotes, on the plane yeah. who someone would have said something after 20 years. Right. So, uh, well, And planes lose an engine and frequently don't catch on fire. Right. And I don't know about the smaller ones. Right. And, yeah, that could have happened. Yeah. But like eight person planes and up. <laughs> yeah. That's the it. engine, the wings are fine. Yeah. And they don't crash immediately. Yeah, exactly. So... So I, I mean, in conclusion, again, like the, this plane crash just didn't happen. I do find it very funny, but I, I hate that this turned into like a, like I couldn't help turning this into like a fuck. She sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, this just, this is just negative. I really like these smaller conspiracies. Like it's yeah. easy to talk about Paul McCartney's being dead and stuff like that. But man, these are just like fucking funny as hell. They are really funny. That's uh, that's the other thing is that like I. I'm feeling this way about it, but I think the other big thing to take away is that it's very funny. She made up a story about a plane crash. No, no, and and sticks with it. And uses it for advertising material. Like, that's just whatever. So, like, it'd be one thing if she just gave up on this a couple years ago and was just like, no, right. that didn't happen. Sorry, guys. I, 90s were tough. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they were tough. Yeah, plane Emilio Estebas really <laughs> fucked her over. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> should we talk about what we're listening to? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. So, um, pretty last... women <laughs> walking down the street, pretty women. <laughs> so, uh, uh, last week, um, I mentioned Rhett Madison's pinup daddy and at the same, the same week, another album came out and I just wanted to mention them separately because I think they're both really great, really important albums. But you just mentioned it. So anyway, um, <laughs> spirit Box's <laughs> eternal blue came out, um, Two weeks ago, um, Spirit Box I've mentioned before is a female-fronted, uh, like modern-day metalcore band. Um, for those who don't know, metalcore is basically like, like singing choruses, screaming verses. That's basically like the big distinction. There's breakdowns, whatever. Um, so Spirit Box's album uh, Eternal Blue is just a really great listen through for anyone who's any kind of metal fan. There's a lot of really cool stuff in there. There's a feature from the Architects vocalist on the third song. I was going to say that that's like one of the bigger metalcore bands yeah. is Architects. Yeah. So um, it's a really great album. Uh, it's it's definitely like that week was was tough listening to both of those albums. Like these are contenders for at least, at least in my top five. They're easily going to be in my top five of the year. Um, so great record. Uh, I haven't really been listening to anything because I've had a crazy week. So... Really, just my sleep playlists. What's your sleep playlist? I uh, have curated over the years songs that are nice to sleep to. It's uh, now got that. Yeah, but now it's just Hagen recordings of Hagen. You think we're babies, but I understood what a sleep playlist is. No, I know, but like, what what, what do you mean? Like, what's on them? Yeah, what's on? Like Rufus Wainwright, Patrick Watson. Hagen has told me he can sleep to between the barriers. No, it has so to like, be 
completely like Sarah Bareilles. Sarah Bareilles. Yeah. No Dawes. No doubt. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not home right now. Adam, what you listening to? I've only got one. Uh, speaking of like favorite albums of the year, I've been. I, thought, I wish it. Adam was going to keep going with that. And say, <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to some Nick. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I disappointed everybody. No, so with the, the end of the year is coming up, not quite yet, but you know, we're getting there. Uh, so I was thinking about albums that I'd maybe missed that might be a thing that could be in my top 10 albums of the year. And uh, Leon Bridges came out with an album a month or two ago that I hadn't listened to. Uh, it's actually good. Uh, it's pretty good, but I don't think I like it as much as I expected to. Man, Has he gone more weird. down that like kind of pop route that he did on the last no, one? He, he, went, he went back. Yeah, he, he went back, but not in all a good the way. way. Like, he, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird because it feels like... He doesn't know where he wants to go, and that kind of like distracted me when I was listening to it. Yeah, I try, I've tried that album a few times. I think I think there's some cool shit on there, but it's not it's not my favorite of his. Yeah, because I I came to initially I didn't like his second album, but I came to like it the more I listened to it, even though it's a different direction. Yeah, and so it's kind of weird that he's going back now, but doesn't yeah. seem to want to do that. Um, but needless to say, this is not in my top ten of the year. So, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's still a good album. It's just like I'm not gonna go revisit it. So. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to Sufjan Stevens released an album with another guy, and his name is Angelo, Angelo de Augustine de Augustine. I'm sorry I butchered the name, uh, but when you go to him on Spotify, all of the song, the biggest songs are from this album. So, uh, you know, good move on your end to work with Sufjan Stevens. I think I'll try that, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, the album's called A Beginner's Mind, and it's very much of like kind of old Sufjan um, style where it's just like acoustic instruments, and it's just like it's really just well written, kind of like modern indie folk. So I've been really enjoying that. The, the opening track, Reach Out, is wonderful. Um, that apparently, how they wrote this album was they rented out a cabin, a remote cabin. And whenever they had hard times feeling uh, inspired, they rent, They had a bunch of VHSs and they were watching old movies on VHSs and then just kept watching them until they felt inspired, which I know what you're thinking. That really doesn't help that gay rumor, Sufjan, that you got this cabin <laughs> <laughs> and just watched a bunch of movies and wrote an album with them. But hey, the album's really good. So, uh, And what's really fun is, I mean, the other guy, they don't have it labeled really, you know, like, oh, this is the Sufjan song, this is the uh, Angelo song, but there are songs where I can, like, there's a song called Fictional California where I'm like, I think this is the Angelo guy, which is really fun because he's got a higher voice, like, he's got a, a better falsetto than Sufjan, at least I think, or Sufjan has just, like, nailed it, but it's really fun, so if you're a Sufjan fan... Go for it. It's better than that album he released last year. All things are possible with God or gay. Yeah, that is true. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sufjan. It's oh, okay. It's God or gay. Yeah, oh. that, there's, yeah. there's that whole Facebook uh, group where it's like deciphering, I'm butchering the name, but it's like, is this Sufjan lyric gay or about God? Oh. And guess who's in it? In that Facebook group is, and kind of prominent in it, is Sufjan's brother, the one that he's like really good friends with. So... Uh, Sufjan has to know about that Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's come up before. He has to know. But hey, it, it's a good album. Uh, I don't know if it'll be on my top five since we're doing that. Yeah, I, it, it was just it, just hard for me that week. You know, there's just really good albums. And so it's just, you know. Yeah, you named both of them, but you only named one. Sorry. Iowa? <sighs> Should I? Is it anyone else got anything else? No. Oh, I, I watched Sweeney Todd for the first time. <laughs> Pretty women. We know. Pretty women. Pretty women. <laughs> That's good shit right there. Yeah, That's no, it is. Shit. It's because Alan Rickman's not doing it. <laughs> Rest in peace. Anyway. So, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so oh during the death scene when uh, Alan Rickman <laughs> is getting stabbed. I was sitting there. I had never seen this. And, of course, I watched the Tim Burton one. It's the most accessible one to find. And it's the only one to find. 
as he's getting stabbed, I turned to my partner. I was like, I thought he died of cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. Thanks for listening. How how long did you think about that one in advance? I mean, I know, like, it, it, and the only like reason saw, I said that is... You saw is, his name in the opening credits, and you're like, I'm going to save this for later. Because it's a hyper-violent movie, so, like, it's not just like, oh, he's getting stabbed by a barber. It's like, he's getting stabbed and blood squirting out, and I was just like, well, I have to deflect to humor because this makes me uncomfortable. And so I made an even worse joke. Yeah. Rest in peace. God damn it, 2016, you took another one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. All right. uh, So thank God for the Kardashians. (laughs) We really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, This has been, you know, fun for me. I yelled a lot. So that's really great for me whenever I get to yell, especially when we're at Jackson's recording. So he can deal with my bullshit. You're editing this one, right? Mm -hmm. Awesome. I don't know. (laughs) Listeners, you tell me if I edited it. (laughs) I'd love to hear at. Did Jackson edit it? <laughs> Don't, Don't be the, be the artist. artist. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't already, please press that follow or subscribe button. That really does help us out a lot. Whatever podcast app you're using, uh, just press that little button. If you're using Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a little five-star review if you feel like it. That does help us out a whole lot. Um, if you're on social media, you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, give us some conspiracies. Yeah. Don't gotta, tell us to talk about Paul McCartney. Give us some conspiracies. Um, you can, you can also just ideas for episodes. Yeah. You can give us any ideas for, for, for any, any like a music story or a topic or anything like that. Bonus episodes or just say hi. We'd love to say hi to you. That would be super awesome. Um, you can also follow, uh, Jackson on TikTok. uh, is it just is it just MNKR band or MNKR music? MNKR music. You can follow uh, Jackson's TikTok MNKR music, and you can uh, send him a message. You can uh, you can watch the the TikTok he went viral off of. You can watch that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> getting older all the time, feeling younger in my pretty women. Oh, that sounded bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So, so, uh, Jackson got all the canceled bucks today. This has been great. Thank you you guys so much. Are you going to edit the episode now? This is like a shitty game of Mario Party. Thank you, Chris Pratt Party. So, thank you so much for... Chris Pratt Party. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. This has been fun. And fuck off! Get me a Vicodin. Thank God for the Kardashians. (laughs) (laughs) Hit the space bar! Ah, There it is.